0: Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money. From student loan debt, to side hustles, to building wealth, we will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. So, you ever heard anyone complaining about making more money? If you have, they probably grumbled about moving up a tax bracket. (laughs) Many people assume that when they move up a tax bracket... Every dollar they earn is taxed at a new, higher rate, leading to lower take-home pay overall. So today we talk about what really happens when you move up a tax bracket. First, a quick word from our sponsor. A credit union that offers Bitcoin? Give me five! For a limited time only, get $5 of free Bitcoin through the Southland Credit Union app. Enrollment is quick and easy. There's no hidden fees and you can conveniently fund Bitcoin purchases directly from a Southland account. Claim your free Bitcoin today by going to the collegeinvestor.com/southland. Bitcoin accounts and services provided by NIDEG, not NCUA insured. Restrictions apply to Bitcoin bonus. See terms. And don't forget to check out the collegeinvestor.com/southland to sign up. So today, we kind of explain what really happens when you move up a bracket, how to calculate your tax bill, and the possible downsides of earning more. What does moving up a tax bracket actually mean, though? So the U.S. has a progressive income tax code. That means the first dollar you earn is taxed at a lower rate than the last dollar you earn. It's important to note that the United States taxes your adjusted gross income, AGI, so adjusted gross income is all your income subject to income tax, wages, business profits, dividends, interest from high-yield accounts, etc., less any deductions and adjustments you're entitled to. So for example, if you don't itemize your taxes, you'll still qualify for the standard deduction of $12,200 for a single filer or $24,400 for a, couple, a married couple filing jointly. An individual claiming the standard deduction gets $12,200 in income tax-free money. So if she earns exactly $12,200, her adjusted gross income is zero. So she pays nothing in taxes. If she earns more than $12,200, her adjusted gross income is taxed. Her first dollar earned above 12200 is taxed at 10% but the rate gets progressively higher as she earns a higher adjusted gross income. We have a hypothetical chart that follows different examples of all the different tax brackets that you can follow at the collegeinvestor.com. If you just type in the words move up tax bracket, you're going to find this article and the very informative chart. It's just too much numbers and percentages to go through in a podcast, and it would get rather boring rather quickly. So, Let's move on (laughs) to the good news. If you're earning more, that means you're taking home more money. As you earn more money, you will pay more taxes, and when you cross into a new tax bracket, some of the money you earn will be taxed at a higher rate. Notice I said some, that's the key word there, because not all your money will be taxed at that higher rate. When you earn more money, you should see a bigger paycheck. The one caveat to this is that many raises coincide to to the start of the year. That's also the time when your benefits change. In some cases, the rising cost of health insurance, or other changes you might make, could cause you to see less money in your check even though you're earning more. And so the bad news, you might no longer qualify for certain benefits. While you're almost always going to see a bigger paycheck when you earn more money, Earning more isn't always a panacea. In some cases, earning more money means you fall off a benefits cliff, so to speak. That means by, that by earning more, you might suddenly be disqualified for certain benefits. Now, this issue is particularly pronounced for many working people who earn less than average wages for their area. Let's take a look at some brief examples of this. Before his recent promotion, Robert qualified for 60 bucks per week in SNAP benefits. With his recent raise, he earns $3 per hour more than he did previously. Wow. He loses his SNAP benefits. Mm. But assuming he works 40 hours per week, his pre-tax pay rises by $120 per week. But he loses $60 in benefits. Once taxes are taken out, his earning is just a touch higher than than it was before. Before her promotion, Nina's children qualified for CHIP or the state run health insurance program. After her $5,200 annual raise, the children no longer qualify for the program. She has to pay for their insurance through her employer. The cost of adding the kids is $300 per month. So that means that $3,600 of her raise goes straight towards replacing a benefit that she previously received. For free, Hannah qualifies for a Section 8 housing voucher. Under the terms of her voucher, exactly 30% of her income goes to housing. When she gets a raise of $2 per hour, she will earn $350 more per month on average. Her portion of the rent increases by $105. If her earnings go too high, she may be disqualified from the housing voucher program completely. Although, if she's earning a lot more, then, you know, that's good news. Not really bad news. Just depends on how you look at it, though. Self-employed people who buy insurance through the healthcare exchange, or healthcare.gov, might see their premium tax credits fall as their income rises. The result may be that earning more money could translate to paying more in health insurance. It can be discouraging to work hard to earn more, only to have that extra money be eaten up by paying for benefits. It's especially discouraging when you can barely afford the new expense. But in spite of losing out on these benefits in the short term, I would encourage you to continue working to earn more over time. Once you're accustomed to paying for certain things out of your paycheck, each extra dollar you earn will move you forward financially and give you more opportunities to invest. So why does your tax bracket matter? You know, since most people slowly inch up from one tax bracket to the next, it may not seem like tax brackets are particularly meaningful. After all, you're going to be paying taxes no matter what bracket you're in. However, understanding your normal tax bracket can help you take advantage of years when you earn less than average. For example, if your business takes a loss one year, you might want to take advantage of being in a low tax bracket to convert some money from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. That way you can get the advantage of paying tax at a low rate now, and then avoiding any tax on it in the future. You could also consider making moves like capitalizing business expenses rather than expensing them. Or in a year where you have a particularly high tax rate, consider making large charitable contributions during the calendar year rather than putting them off. Your expected tax bracket may also influence you to increase or decrease your withholdings at work. Just some things to keep in mind. And that is our show for today. I hope it was helpful to you, as I know there's a lot of misconceptions with tax brackets and earning more or less. Again, you can find all of those hypothetical numbers and situations which might be even more helpful to you as you navigate your own tax bracket at the Collegeinvestor.com. Just type in the words, move up tax bracket you're going to find this article pretty easily. Thanks again for stopping by today and follow us on social media. We're like everywhere. Friend us, like us, all that stuff. And we'd love to get to know you better and help you along even more in your journey. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you again real soon.